What's up, guys? Adrian here again with another podcast, A Casted Pod. And uh, today we have a very special episode with you guys. For you guys today, we're going to be playing FIFA. I'm here with D. Connor Redburn. He's Paris Saint Germain. I am Real Madrid. We're going to run a couple of games and see what we can come up with. Let's do it. What's up, man? What's up? So we're just, I don't know. I think we're just going to shoot the shit about soccer, life, and. Whatever comes off the top of our head right there, man. Yeah. Dude, uh, what's it called? Um, First of all, dude, I never even asked. What's your favorite team? So, uh, I'm a Real Madrid fan. uh, And it's it's been a tough few years. Um, (laughs) Losing, like, arguably the greatest player in the world is always tough. Um, But, yeah, like, so when I first kind of got into soccer, uh, I was a big Ronaldo fan because I have family in Portugal. And so... I just kind of... Are you Portuguese? No, but I have God family there because my dad, when he was in the Navy, he spent a lot of time stationed there. I see. So I have always kind of grown up hurting about like Ronaldo and Luis Figo and all these Portuguese greats because I, I grew up in soccer. It was the first sport I played. Um, and so uh, I just kind of gravitated toward Ronaldo. And when I started playing FIFA, I always played as Real Madrid so I could use him. And back then, that was when they were really good, back when they had... Uh, and just now, an absolute unit of a team. Yeah, Los Blancos is what they call them. Yeah, yeah, dude, they they're they're pretty good. I mean, still to this day, they're all pretty. Good. I think right now in the soccer world, we're practically or we're going like a big like transitioning period. We're Messi and Ronaldo, who, who is the you, that's who you were talking about right there. Yeah, you know, greatest players arguably ever, um, or one of them, some of them at least, and. Um, yeah, like they're getting old. They're about to retire. They're, you know, you just got a bunch of young kids coming out. Oh, you almost scored right there. Yeah, you almost got me on the header right there. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's, it's the changing of the guard, I would say. Yeah, I think Mbappe is going to be the one that takes the, the crown. Mbappe is literally 21 and already putting up like... Yeah, he's already setting records at PSG. Records. I think he has like the second or third most goals for PSG already and he's yeah. barely 21. Uh, that's crazy, dude. He's yeah. he's barely older than me and he's kind of running. It's insane. He's running it. I think I'm older than him by a little bit. And I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, "Dang, what did I not do in my childhood, bro?" <laughs> it's like, "What was he doing that I wasn't?" Literally, and you got like all these like um, the United States and there's just a bunch of like youngsters right now that are just yeah. up and coming like Yeah, dude. The States, the United States national soccer team. They have a, uh, what's it called? They have the Gio Reyna, mm-hmm. uh, Wea's son. They have, uh, what's the other one that's, oh, Pulisic, of course, 22 or something like that. And dude, like low key, the US looks like they're gonna be, I don't know. They, they We don't have a good coach yet though. Like yeah, Berhalter? I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's gonna, I don't know who the, how the coaching situation is right now, but I think uh, it's going to be, oh my God, I almost got to there. Um, I think it's going to be like, I think the U.S. just needs a little more clout Mm -hmm. in the soccer world to get a good coach like that. But I don't know. We definitely do have the talent. Terrence McKinney, he's from Texas. Yeah, I I agree. I, I feel like I've never, I don't remember a point seeing so many people from the U.S. playing in the Champions League. I think I saw a picture the other day and there were like six or seven guys on like starting for big clubs in the Champions League. 
and it kind of made me optimistic because I'm like, you know, in five years, this could be a World Cup squad or whenever the next one is. So. For sure. Uh, what's his name? Alfonso Davies. I think uh, he's Canadian, though. Yeah, he is Canadian. But I'm, I was just going to go and say, I hadn't said, like, North, like, the North American Conference, CONCACAF, Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the one they're absolutely killing it right now in in soccer for young guys like mexico um mexico is doing really good too oh yeah, yeah. Like irving lozano Lainez. um there's another guy chucky yeah that's chucky oh, that's yeah. lozano that's lozano um we had this other guy what's his name jimenez my 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 last name i guess my cousin i guess you yes, could stand scored from outside the box i'm i'm trailing uh to PSG, Connor here. One Who is zero. that? That's a. Uh, that's a. Uh, that's Verratti. I used to love playing with him, even though he's so tiny. He's so tiny. He's, he's like he's five so four, short. Five five. I know, but he's so fast. Did you see? Uh, I think it was either 2014 or 2018 World Cup. Um, do you do you know any players on the French team? Dude, yeah. So, Conte, uh, and then you had Griezmann, obviously. Pogba. Do you remember Valbuena, Matthew Valbuena? No. He's like he was another midfielder for uh, for what's it called for Manchester, not Manchester United, for France. In I think it was either the twenty fourteen or the twenty six eighteen Come World on. Cup. But he's like oh. obviously super short, and um, they were telling he like at the end of the tournament or something. He was. Oh come on, volley! Oh. Nope, nope, nope. At the end of the tourney. Um, he was complaining about Frank Rivery, like giving him shit for being a, like small and just like giving. It's like probably like locker room like trash talk, but like uh-huh. it was actually like fucking with his performance. What he was saying. Huh. So, Rivery, yeah. Rivery is. Uh, He's retired. Yeah, but he was he even on the World Cup squad. Yeah, but he, he was, was. He was like. He didn't play. He didn't inside. play too much. No, because he he's oh really my old. God, right over the crossbar. Yeah, he was like 36, 37 at the time. So, and France is another country who's just absolutely stacked. With oh young yeah, talent. dude. They're like Germany the year they won it when they would just beat the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Like every game, it was like five two or five one. They beat what's this? What's it called? The the, the Brazil in their home field like seven one. Dude, I remember, remember that? that game. That was like the most crazy thing ever because Brazil was favored to win. Oh, and they yeah. just got dominated, and they in showed their home in their World Cup. Dude, they showed so many clips of the Brazil fans just like bawling in the stadium, and like they were so sad that they had, that they just lost. Yeah, what's it called? They they uh, I I actually watched that game with some of my Brazilian family uh, in laws, I guess, like my uncle in law or something, and um, dude, it was devastating for them because, like you said earlier, like. Soccer, like you said, loyal fan base. Dude, it's a religion. It's a religion. It's a religion for some of these people. Like in Argentina, have you heard of the the? I think it's the Young Boys versus River Plate. Or no, it's Boca Juniors versus. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Boca Juniors. I confused it. I think they're. I think they're the same. I think Young Boys are is a mascot. I'm. I'm not too sure. I know it is Boca Juniors. It's the blue and r- yellow. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's um, River Plate. Dude, people die at those games mm-hmm. have you seen like footage or not footage i guess Dude, like- yes i was literally watching like i just went on youtube and typed in like la bombonera uh crowd because that's, they, the, that's, that's the stadium where they have like it's like a 15 foot tall fence so the fans can't get on the field because 
And they literally like climb the fence during the game. Yeah, and they light fireworks in like the fan section. Yeah, they have flares going insane. off. Yeah, that's like my dream is to go to that stadium and just like watch a game, just see how intense it is. Oh, dude, it's intense, bro. They they don't like 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 we said like it's a it's a religion over there, bro. <laughs> like in South America, dude, S- South Americans pride themselves on their soccer, like. I like I like I like Brazil a lot. Argentinians are a little bit cocky, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. Um, but what's it called? They 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 do not screw around with that. They don't. They do not like. Oh my God, are you serious? Juke. Oh nope, nope. <sighs> so I went to uh, the Copa America semifinal when it was in Houston. What and year? It, what year? It was uh, like probably like three or four years ago. No, it was like probably like 2014 or something but uh we uh it was the USA versus Argentina game and there were you so got to many see the Messi yeah. kick so i saw that that was the second time i've seen Messi play and uh, i saw the free kick but all the argentinian fans they were so cocky but i mean it was well deserved they they killed us that game well it's cuz the they with the argentinians are really really good at soccer yeah also i mean it's just in uh they're very prideful people um, they're very proud to be Argentinian, and they will let you know about it, especially being a, from another Hispanic, like being another Hispanic. But like, they, I, I, I've never been to a game, but I've met like Argentinians that are passionate about their sport. And dude, it's you cannot make you cannot let them be quiet. It's like no. an Eagles fan. We were both Eagles fan after we won the Super Bowl. Like we dude. just. I Tits talked so much in. shit to people after that, oh and now God. now we're three and three and seven. Three and I think. three, six and one. Oh. We got that tied to the Bengals. Yeah. We're going to the other football now. You know the the one more recognized here in the states. But oh wow, I scored! I didn't even know. <laughs> so it's one one, one one, Bonds Adrian tied. But uh, what's it called? No, honestly. We go on, oh. the, on the on the subject of Argentinian soccer, dude. Rest in peace to Maradona. Like for real, dude. I, I'm not gonna lie. He, I'm a Mexico soccer fan, of course. That's like it's Mexico and U.S. Uh, U.S. national team for me. Uh-huh. So as I mean, Mexico has always been knocked out to, to Argentina in the World Cup. So we always like we we we'll never see eye to eye. But dude. That is a big loss to the sport, like massive loss mm-hmm. to the sport. I, how would you, how would you? I mean, I don't want to. How would you compare that? Like, I would say that's like losing someone like Joe Montana or Brett Favre in American football. That's how like big that would. It'd be like it's like their version of Kobe dying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like already done with the sport here. Yeah, like, like just like a legend that's unanimously yes. like one of the greatest ever. And like a huge centerpiece in their culture, just having a really unexpected and sudden death. Maradona it's like, was crazy. It's like the, it's like that's like the best like way you could say like that's the best kind of. No, no. Two one, two one. Let's go. Yeah, no, Cavani. I gotcha. He was he he was a. He's, a free spirit, to say the oh, least, yeah. on and off the court. You can you can say pitch. what you want about him as a person. I like, he. He definitely had his flaws, but also he was a great person for the game. Like he was giving a lot of like oh, mentor yeah. advice to new up and comers like Mbappe and a lot of the new guys. And I think that was very cool of him to do. And he also gave back to the game a lot. Um, 
Yeah, he did do a lot of philanthropy work with FIFA. Um, also did a lot of coaching. What's it called? He won the World Cup in Mexico. He, I think he won the World Cup twice, actually. I know one time was the one against England where he got the hand. Are you serious? <laughs> Upper crossbar. Uh, where he got the hand of God goal, um, mm -hmm. where he punched it in, but the ref didn't call it. And obviously, being the 80s, not the time of VAR. No, they didn't have replays. Do you like VAR? I think that's a really good. Ah, uh, I don't. For people I, that are into soccer, I don't. Like, that's a that's a good point of debate. I think that like you can look at it like, so Liverpool the game the other day they had three goals disallowed, and you know I guess that it is helping the game because it's like making the calls and they're right, but at the same time when it's your team it sucks. So I, I guess it's like. I mean, I guess it's good for the game because it's helping it. Like, it's like saying what actually happened. So if like something's not a goal, it's gonna say like not a goal. Yeah. But also, I feel like there can be problems with it. So I'll explain it really fast for the oh, for safe. some of the audience that doesn't know what VAR is. So VAR is like instant replay in the NFL, or like, um, you know, if there's a doubt in the game, like they'll just they they don't like the coaches don't challenge the player or something like that. The refs do, and they'll just check that but that was something that was literally incorporated into like in 2018 so it's very new to the world of soccer before that it was like what the ref saw is what the ref saw and that's what was like called all the time so um it's it's been really it's changed the landscape of the game and the experience of the the what's it called you are really trying to score this fucking goal. there you go um it's changed the experience of watching games now because now it's like everything is going to be to the T. And I guess this is where I'll get to my answer. But there's there, there's one thing there's there's a thing that I like about FIFA or the VAR and one thing that I don't. One of it being the one that I like is, OK, before VAR, you could call match fixing on any bad call. And there were a lot of bad calls like I'm. Yes, there we go. Two two. On the 92nd minute. Oh, I didn't even baby. see the time. <laughs> but oh, yeah, wow. um, you you can call match fixing like out the ass all the time. Because mm -hmm. like a ref could easily call something that was blatantly wrong, like no problem. And, you know, that would have been the outcome of the game. If that's what if that if that's if it, if it was that call that was dependent on the, the game. But now that you have VAR. Yeah, you kind of do lose the spontaneity of the, I guess, the experience of watching games, but I don't know. It's 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 truly democratized now. I think that's the way of putting it. I don't know if that's right, but it's it's truly open. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I so VAR it stands for like what video assistant referee or a something referee, like that and yeah. so it the they use technology like they put it in like the goals and they use it to determine if players are onside or offside so it's literally just technology making referee calls mm -hmm. which I don't know I kind of like the human aspect of it but then again like but the human aspect of it too is let me pay let me pay the ref fifty thousand dollars under the table in whatever it, I can pay him in and have my country win there's definitely been some crooked stuff going on it's it's almost like mayweather being 50 and i'm kidding not knowing how to, not knowing how to read yeah well, i wonder how you get through life that far without like being good at reading like how do you like 
that that must be so. I mean, he probably has people to read stuff for him at this point. But like, are we talking about Mayweather? Yeah, didn't you say Mayweather? Well, well, I was saying when it when it came to Mayweather. So there's a lot of people that said he like fixed his fights. Like there was there's one fight he had with Pacquiao that people were like, there is no way, whatsoever that. That that Mayweather wouldn't have would have won that fight, like there. Like oh yeah, yeah. He landed much more punches, uh, Pacquiao did, but for some reason, May May Mayweather won, and Mayweather was like tied to Showtime, which was like the owner of the network, and I don't know. There's just there's just a whole bunch of conspiracies, but I was just saying like now you don't got the whole Mayweather aspect to, to FIFA with VAR. They have the watch. They have like they have like an actual watch on their hand that like tells them the calls from like people that are watching it upstairs and off off not on the court or field. A lot of high tech shit going on, bro. That was a good. Yeah, we're overtime <laughs> now in our first game. Uh, this is uh, what's it called? Damn. Uh, is that mine or yours? That's oh, yours. Sweet. It's yours. Um, you faked that throw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never really played much video games, if I'm being honest. Like, FIFA and GTA were the only ones that I Ooh. really played. Yeah. But I haven't really... What's it called? I haven't really... I haven't... Dude, re, like I was telling you before this, it's been probably four or five months that I've played oh. uh, any sort of video game. And the last game I played was, uh, what's it called? Was FIFA, but mm -hmm. I've never been that much of a gamer. But we're, look at us, we're tied now. <laughs> oh, Ooh. almost. Uh, but yeah, so I got really into FIFA in high school because the main way me and my friend would hang out would just be uh, playing FIFA on Friday and Saturday nights um, to like three in the morning every weekend and we got that's how we got really good at it and then kind of during college we didn't we stopped talking and i stopped playing and now yeah. not nearly as good hey the, it's not the it's not the thing you want to dedicate your life to anyway no my dad actually was talking to me about this over thanksgiving his his like co-worker's son is a professional like esports gamer now and he was saying like yeah he's, he's like he plays madden for a living really he's like yeah, like Does I didn't he think make that banker? was. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think he just started, so like he hasn't really been in any big tournaments. But I know that like professional Madden players can make a ton of money Dude, if you win those big tournaments where the prize is like a hundred grand at I, least. I don't know much about esports. I don't know like I I've never really watched like a Twitch. I've never watched a Twitch stream. I watch or, Miller play a lot. Miller plays. He he streams Call of Duty. Oh, I didn't. The more you know, I didn't know that. But yeah, I just, I just, I've never, I mean, it's never been my thing, but dude, I'm seeing like some of the numbers that some of these like tournament winners are putting out and I'm like, God dang, like this is like mm -hmm. an actually like a viable means of, uh, what's it called? Means of, uh, living now. Mm -hmm. There's like a 15 year old who won like $3 million or something like that uh, for yeah. winning a Fortnite tournament, which is insane. Like 15 Fortnite, three million dollars. Like, dude, holy crap! That's almost like, I don't know. I would say it's not as bad as TikTok, but shit. I don't know how much the TikTokers are making because they keep that like really tightly under wraps. 
I wonder why they do that. I think it's just like the contract and they want to seem relatable. So they don't tell people like, oh yeah, I'm making millions of dollars posting like 10 second videos. I do not know how that works whatsoever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a... Uh... Oh, he's off. Is he? Uh, no, 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 you're good. Julian Mbappe. Oh, I'm not a... I don't, I don't plan on being a TikTok star or no, gamer I... here in the near future. Yeah. I deleted TikTok a while ago. It, it was just like... I don't know. I felt like I was spending too much time on it. And like the content wasn't good enough for me to like... Like keep watching it because it, it kind of just got like really like it gets in the way you're like I would say more so than politicizing it or whatever it just dude it's I don't have TikTok either I really do not like how Instagram incorporated their reels into it because I like Instagram from time to time but I really don't like how now they have reels because now it's like great you're making you're bringing the like the very addictive algorithm over to what's it called <laughs> nice I'm gonna win on pens. That's terrible. You're bringing the very addictive algorithm to uh, Instagram, which was a, I don't know, for most people I would say is like pretty manageable. You definitely do have people that are like Instagram obsessed, which very unhealthy. Dude, oh my gosh, you bought every single single one. Oh my goodness. I make this, I win. All right, quick timeout. Oh Oh, no, I skied it. Which way do we go? All right, let's go this way. Dude, what did you do? I ch- I tried to chip it. I thought you, you were gonna make a single penalty, bro. I mean, you saved a whole bunch of them, <laughs> yeah. so that's more you than me. I was gonna. I thought you were gonna dive one way, so I just tried to chip it down the middle, and you didn't even move. No, no, you can tell by the way the the his head moves. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, but it's a pretty good indicator. But yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Instagram. Like I'd say, I'd say that yeah, you definitely have people that are like hooked on Instagram like crazy. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, how do I say? With tick, with the uh, with TikTok, I would say a lot more people are hooked on TikTok. Like I, it's not unusual that I like run into someone that's like, yeah, I spent like there's a there's a couple of days a week where I easily spend an hour a day on TikTok. Yeah, easily. I think that's. I, I, I really like looking at my usage, like my battery usage on my phone and seeing what apps I use. And I was seeing like I would spend like three hours a day on TikTok. And I'm like, that's just too much. Dude, three hours a day. Have you heard that rule? Uh, what's it called? 10,000 hours you master something, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm just thinking people just take time out of TikTok, making TikTok. I mean, it's not it's not it's not do have fun. I'm not like one of those guys who's just like work till you die all the time. You know, I used to be like that, but be conscious of what you put your time into. And I think that's what TikTok deprives a lot of like young people from, from realizing you said you deleted it now. Yeah. I deleted it a while ago. How, how would you say the, what's it called? Like your, would you say your life has changed? <laughs> I would say I've had a lot more time to kind of focus on other stuff. Like I'm not just like getting like sucked into my, like looking at TikTok for hours. Yeah. TikTok is not uh, anything. And uh, this is just common knowledge by many, by many people is just anything in excess is too much or is not too much. No shit. It's too much it's by definition excess, but anything in excess is unhealthy. Um, and 
I think TikTok is like, I don't know, a perfect platform to just indulge in just yeah. useless, brainless content. Mm -hmm. Granted, you do have your TikTok entrepreneurs and I don't know, maybe they provide a little more value um, to your life, but it's just the way the world runs now, I guess. You know what's also bad? And this is so ironic that we're going to talk about, I want to talk about this now. <laughs> video game addiction. Oh, yeah. Dude, video game addiction is also, and it's, I mean, I don't even know, I, I know a couple of people that are like really addicted to video games and like all power to them, you know, they, they obviously are good at something that, dude, I tried playing Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy game. It's no. not an easy game. So it's a it's something hard like you have to do it's something you have to have in your brain like your reaction time your calibration of your fingers so like there's definitely like a skill to it but at the same time the, the value of the skill may not i mean unless you're like a streamer that's making three million dollars a year i think you'll be fine yeah i but, feel like then it's more of a job instead of an addiction it's just like something you can do for fun but that I makes think there's, money. there's obviously much more people who are yeah. addicted than, than are, what's it called? Than are streamers that actually can say that, oh my God, that was about to be lethal. So I won the last game. Uh, just wanted to put that out there. On pens. On pens, I won the last game. Right now, uh, we're playing again on, uh, I'm, I'm Manchester United and uh, yep, that's a goal. Get in there. Goal. Tie. Tie game. No, you're winning actually. Oh, I thought no. I don't. I don't know why. I thought you scored already. Oh well. I hit the crossbar like twice. Dude, I totally forgot I have Ronaldo, and I should just be going for headers because he wins every single header. That in this guy game. is like seven foot tall. No, not really, but he he jumped. He he can. I think there was this one goal he scored against Juventus actually when he was at Real Madrid. I like probably got, in the Champions League. Yeah, it was in the Champions League. Um, that he like cleared like. It was I remember that? Yeah, he was. Years. He was like. He was like what like. There we go. That's two. Get down. Nope. Awesome. Offside anyway. But yeah, he was he jumped so high in the air. It was crazy. But yeah, so what you were saying earlier about addiction. So my buddy, uh, he actually went to rehab uh, just for video game addiction. No, no, he was there for drugs. But when he uh, when he got out, I was talking to him about his experience there. He was like, yeah, like half the people there were there for video game addictions. It was like it was like teenagers and they would like play video games for days on end and like they wouldn't come out of their room that was like their whole life was just consumed and he said there was like this guy there who who was like addicted to world of tanks and like literally his whole personality was world of tanks that's the all he talked about all he like Dude, thought see, that's, about that's when you that's when and it's so funny because like people in that uh situation don't even realize like don't even realize the what's it called don't even realize that that's like not Ten. normal, I guess. And it's not the fact that they're not, you know, mm -hmm. that they're not capable of, you know, having normal interests. It's just, I think these, oh my God, another pen. <laughs> I think it's just these um, video game companies design their games to be like as addictive as possible because, I mean, that's how they get paid. That's mm -hmm. how they get paid. So it's, it, I don't think there's like, you know, like a moral. Not 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 to say moral compass, but there's no like guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, like it, there's not a central guidelines of just like okay, let's not make video games like 
this addictive, or we can't use, uh, what's it called? We can't use uh, these tactics on, you know, these games because, you know, it, they're very, they're very effective on, on kids. You know, like there's like regulations with the way you can market towards people who are like under the age of like 13. Mm -hmm. Like, like the, the SC, what's the uh, FCC, Federal Communications Committee? They have regulations against the way that marketers can market towards like young young kids like that, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, well, maybe that's a, maybe that would be like a solution for, you know, video gamers as well. It's a big industry, like killer, massive, oh, massive real. industry, but at the same time, I think you're doing more damage to the future by mm -hmm. having people just depend socially on it. I know people that like, outside of their like game networks cannot socialize yeah i agree so one thing i remember learning about was um so my buddy he was really big into video games in high school he he would say like when you study get like a video game soundtrack and use that because they design the music in these games to keep you to keep your brain engaged so you keep playing not so you get addicted but like if you're on a mission it's gonna like keep your brain engaged based on like the music or I don't know whether it has to do with like the notes or like the sound or just like the melodies or something, but they designed this music uh, in these games to help you like kind of lock in. And so I started listening to like the Assassin's Creed Black Flag soundtrack when I did homework and I just like all of a sudden I just like kind of unfocus and look at the clock and I had just been like completely locked in for an hour and 20 minutes. You didn't even realize? No. And I, I would just kind of look up and be like, oh, I was just doing this for over an hour without even like looking at the clock i sounds like i found my next uh lo-fi beat <laughs> dude honestly and that soundtrack was really good too so it was like actually like pretty enjoyable i getcha i i i've never even heard of that oh, but on. i i can definitely see how that is oh i know like dude minecraft i have i have not played minecraft for the life of me since i was like 13 but um i see like on these like meme pages or whatever that they like they play like the music um mm -hmm. and they're like oh my church wouldn't even know that what's it called this what where this is from and it's just the minecraft music from the background but they i they have a pretty good soundtrack in the sense that it just it's very empty minded mm -hmm. i guess is a way of putting it like you don't really got to think too much also by the way um Kanban just scored on me i think i'm getting it's i'm up three I'm, zero yeah i'm getting a train ran through me right here <laughs> It's not my team, not my team, even though it is my team in real life. Um, what was I going to say? Um, well, it's halftime. But yeah, I agree. Um, they really do whatever they can to keep you engaged in video games because that's like their whole job is to get you to play it and not delete it after like a day. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, like you said earlier, Minecraft, I don't, I like, I've barely ever played Minecraft, I think. I played, I think I had Minecraft for like two days dude, and then and, I kind of got and over the it. things that these people build in Minecraft. Dude, yeah. <laughs> they spend years building that shit. I'm like, how? Like, I'd be so bored after like a day of just trying to build this thing. Yeah. It just, it's just so like thoughtless and you not, not, there's definitely thought that has to be put into like designing whatever building or whatever it is that you're creating. But at the same time, like it's not something you have to think too hard about while you're doing it i guess that's a way of putting it and it's just like 
again, back to that point, if you just put that time to something else that, you know, probably offered a little more value um, in your life, dude, how much better would it be? How, how much better would your position be? Now, unless you can tell me that you're going to be a professional, what's it called? You're going to tell me that you're going to be a professional gamer, then yeah, dude, by all means do it. But, you know, actually I was thinking about it. Um, so back in the day, you know, when, you know, boys used to like to play like sports outside over video games, I guess. Mm -hmm. The argument was like, man, my boy is playing basketball. My boy's playing soccer. My boy's playing football too much. His grades are hurting. Or like, you know, you'd have, <laughs> you, you absolutely tackled the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's not, he's not getting the grades. He's not getting good. You know, he's, he's not going to school or he's 21 right now. And he's still trying to be a football player, and he's obviously not going to be a football player. Blah blah blah. I think that's just what's happening now. But instead of actual sports, you know, where you have you dedicate something, your life to you know, probably something that's not going to yield you too much reward. You're you're not doing that with video games. I I think it's crazy how so growing up for me, my parents were very very strict on video games, and I I didn't really have a console until I was in high school. And they were like, well, you know, it's like video games are going to melt your brain. You're going to get lazy. And kind of growing up, you know, you, you're always told by like adults like, oh, video games are bad for you. They're going to like make your brain like mushy and you're going to get lazy and they're stupid. And like it's a waste of time. Right. And now there's like people making millions of dollars playing video games. So I feel like, you know, it's like changing. Like now it's like looked upon in a positive light. Oh, spin. Oh, oh pen. pen. But now like people are actually like encouraging their kids to play video games because you can make so much money doing it and it's like it when you're good at it you know i guess that's like a a skill now like a marketable skill yeah but it's it's just oh, I, like i miss this there's no way this is going in oh uh, off the there bar. we go oh but there you go oh nope 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 wait i got my foot caught on the wire my bad but yeah i don't know it's just uh the way the world runs nowadays, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't, I personally don't like it. I do. Me like, either. I like the, the more genuine approach to like going outside. I was lucky enough to like be born and raised in the neighborhood where I actually played out with my neighborhood, the neighborhood kids till I was, I actually graduated high school. Okay. I, I was like, and I, I mean, I look back at that. I was not athletic whatsoever. Not, not that I wasn't athletic. I was just like, not the most talented athletically um, growing up. And I oh, guess there's wonder. reasons for that. Either, I don't know, just never clicked with it. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's insane. Outside of the, outside of the box, uh, crossbar and in, uh, I am getting, like I said, a train ran through me. 4-0. Four four nil. Four nil. I won the first one, though. Let's remind you of that. <laughs> but uh, what was I saying? I like I like that approach to like playing because I also think like socializing is developed much better mm -hmm. like that. Like, dude, now you have kids. Dude, like, thank God PlayStation is um, recording their their uh, their like parties now. So now you can hear, you know, what kids are saying and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But socializing behind the Internet, like there is this uh, book that I read. Um, look, leaders eat last a while ago and it, it, it has, this has nothing to do with leadership, but it talks about this concept called abstraction, which was probably like 
<laughs> oh my god. So unlucky. I have been getting not lucky whatsoever. But yeah, um, it's abstracting people, you know, to numbers or to computer screens and stuff like that, or to like icons. And essentially what happens is, and this is obvious, you just, you're much more willing to say much ruder things, you know, hold back that, n not, not apply that filter as well, um, you know, that you normally would in like a normal so social situation. But now you have kids that are, what's it called? Socializing entirely behind a screen. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no repercussions for being an absolute dick. Mm -hmm. flat out because what is this kid going to do just tell you the same thing back so now you have kids going out to like socialize you know in the real world and they're just flat out awkward yeah they have no idea like, what to do yeah they're and, and 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 they i mean not that it's they think it's not they think it's the world's fault but at the end of the day it's just they don't put themselves out there you know you're putting yourself in an environment where you 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 communicate with people behind a headset and and, uh, you know, while you're playing an overly violent video game where, I don't know, you're probably yelling about who's ever mom it is that <laughs> is getting killed. And, yeah, it's just not good, especially for boys. I agree. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, when I, was, so when I was little, my neighborhood was very, it was, like, it was new. So there's a lot of empty lots with a whole bunch of trees. And so a lot of my childhood was spent, like, climbing trees in the neighborhood and, we would bring food up there and have like a picnic up in the tree and like it was a lot of time spent outside like riding bikes and stuff and then you know once all my friends kind of moved away then i kind of spent all my time indoors and i definitely noticed like when you when you like when you're just like communicating through a phone it's not as fulfilling and it's like it kind of like messes with you a bit because you're so used to just being able to say whatever and like eat there's like it's so much different than face-to-face -face communication and you're you're gonna have to change real fast. Oh. Well, yeah, I do agree that it's. I, I you said what did you say? You said something like. Um, I think I think what what happens is, it is different. But like, if you start depending too much on. On what's it called, on socializing over the phone, there's gonna come a point where, now you're socializing in real life, and you're like. Oh God! I've only exposed myself to this environment, like over the phone, or, or I've much less exposed myself to this environment because I've been on the phone, I've been texting, I've been, on in game chat. So then things come to fruition in the real world, and mm -hmm. you just don't know how to act. It's a very interesting podcast. We went from soccer, <laughs> to, uh, soccer to. Uh, social awkwardness uh, that, like that, yeah communication that all video these games video games tiktok all this stuff create just a whole bunch of stuff let's play halfway through this game and then we'll we'll uh wrap it up here but huh. yeah a, a bunch of stuff that in general like people don't really even that i'm sure people think about it everybody thinks about this type of stuff but mm -hmm. i don't think many people do much to prevent it i know a couple of people who like actively avoid getting involved in social media i used to be like that and they say that it's like it's it's very uh liberating i guess because you don't have the you don't have like that well one you don't get notifications all the time mm -hmm. about useless stuff and i know you can just control the notifications by turning it off but it's not the same um, 
but I don't know. It's I've uh, I've in the past not had Instagram. I've not had I I've, I have never played. I haven't played video games like obsessively, like by obsessively. I've been by more than one hour multiple times a week when and since I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'll say like when I didn't have my social media and I obviously wasn't playing video games at the time, my mind was just so clear, like, really so clear. Um, I was able to concentrate on things very well. I mean, I still am. I, I'm, I don't have a, you know, social media addiction or a video game addiction or anything like that, but it's just the clarity that it provides because your, your brain is just not filled with like junk litter mm-hmm. like that's the best <laughs> way i can put it. like just flat out litter yeah. all the time that you know people are sending you that you know or the you know stuff that you're worried about about you know just yeah like i've seen like i remember when the you know blm uh, movement really picked up over the summer mm-hmm. dude and also with covid the 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 anxiety in my circles was just like through the roof and yeah. granted it was a you know it was a time to not be chill about shit i guess yeah but at the same time like i think the uh, like social media just exacerbated that that whole outcry or that mm-hmm. whole uh reaction to yeah. it cuz that was like all you saw on instagram and social media for Days. I remember seeing the riots and like, like all you would see is riot footage. There's nothing else. It was just riots. Riots. It was riots. crazy. Like I agreed to like, I had such a sense of anxiety during that. I was just like, you know, like, I don't know if like a week I was just super anxious because all, all you're seeing is pictures of and videos of people riding. Yeah. And, and you're I like, mean, what's going to happen? I don't, I'm, I don't go against the cause. The cause is a very, uh, in my opinion, a very worthy cause. Um, but I guess the imagery of seeing of seeing mm-hmm. like your your towns or your your country being burned up obviously are is not like the most calming thing to see. No. Like I remember like dude people were buying guns, people were what's it called? The businesses were like boarding up and stuff like that. It there was definitely was a reaction to it and I think it's just like the way that this information just got out. The grocery stores when COVID first hit. Dude yeah, you couldn't find toilet paper. I remember that. Well, I, the, the 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 sense of like urgency that was at a grocery store. Granted, I would I I, I personally didn't like panic buy. Oh, my bad. I, I I personally didn't panic buy or anything like that. I just I I went to the grocery store one day um, to get meat because I ran out of uh, ground beef, mm-hmm. and dude, everything was wiped. I was in I was in what's it called. I was in New Orleans when COVID really picked up with Fuki mm-hmm. and um, we were just driving back and we decided to stop by and dude, I am not even kidding. It was not, people were not comfortable to say the least. And everybody knows that. Come on. You're really focused in on this game. Dude, I'm trying to get a goal here. I keep... <laughs> I'm like one pass short every time. It's always like the setup pass is just a little underdone. Ooh. I also don't like losing, so. And I'm down 1-0, so. Oh, come on. There we go. Oh, 
Sorry to say, but you may lose this one, Bubba. Hopefully not. Alright. Dude, I love how they made Ronaldo his own run animation in this game, where he, he runs like a... It's yeah. so weird. He, he's like, his back's so straight, and he's like leaning forward. It's like such a weird thing. It's like no one else runs like this in yeah. real life. Well, it, it looks weird, but obviously it's the right way yeah, to do effective. it. He's uh, arguably the it's best working. player. I mean, I wouldn't say he, he's, he fits the top three anymore. I think he's getting a little old. I'd say he's still top 10, obviously. I'd say top five. Yeah. Top five for sure. I'd say like right now, like so Going well, before, back, before I get into this, I would just want to say like, I think Neymar is like. Are we going full circle back to soccer? I don't know, but <laughs> well, I want to do top five because I think that's that's like a good take, but. I just want to say, like, right. we'll do full. I always, circle. I've always felt like Neymar has been like so hyped up, but he's like never like, he's never had like a breakout moment. He's he's undoubted. He's like, obviously, he's, he's very in. good, but he's never had the moment where you're like, this dude's like one of the best. Because he used to, everyone used to say, oh, he's top three. Yeah. Oh, I just, oh, well, dude, that would have been absolutely disgusting if I had scored that. I just dribbled your whole defense, and I missed because I hit the post. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll go full circle to. Yeah. Uh, to soccer we'll end with top five for both of us okay and then uh yeah we'll we'll let the we'll let no. the audience get back to their business i guess but yeah i got another goal right there no. baby but yeah top five you go first all right top five not in this order my top five are uh messi ronaldo mbappe uh hmm who's who's popping off right now i'd probably say Either, f hmm, I haven't really thought about this, but it's definitely Ronaldo, Mbappe, Messi. I'd probably throw, um, I'd probably throw Suarez in there. And then, um, huh. Is Suarez even playing for? I think he plays for, uh, I know he doesn't play for Barcelona anymore. No, he. I think he went to... To Valencia? Maybe. I thought he went to... Didn't he, did he go to Atletico? No, that was Griezmann. But, yeah, I didn't... No, I think, he did go to Atletico. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say Suarez. He's been playing amazing. And then De Bruyne has also been playing yeah. really well. I'll tell you mine. We got a lot of the similar in Cause. Obviously, the basic Mbappe, um, Mbappe, fuck, Ronaldo, and Messi, for sure. There Damn, there's there one. You, go. you got one goal right there. Mbappe, Messi, Ronaldo, and then my last two. I like right now. Mm -hmm. Are we like in, in this moment? I think Lewandowski is definitely in that okay. list. Lewandowski, dude, Lewandowski is killing it. He's um, so good. And then I'd say KDB, Kevin De Bruyne too. I've seen a I've seen KDB play. I went to a they did like those like overseas games where like they'll have like the European teams come and play in US stadiums during the summer and mm -hmm. I went to the Man Man City Man U game and I saw they actually had a lot more of their like their starters than what I thought they were going to bring but I saw him and I saw Pogba Ooh. and it, it was actually a really good game. It was fun. And it, it's always like so crazy seeing these guys play in real life. Because we see them on TV basically 99% of the time because they're in Europe. But, like, seeing them in person is 
it's such an experience. I wonder what they, I mean, I'm sure, I wonder what they think about playing in the U.S. Like, not in the MLS, but, like, when, when these, like, European stars come to the States and play, I wonder if, like, dang, like, the roads over here are nice, or dang. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, dang, like, there's this very commercialized. I mean, they like our stadiums, because we have, like, giant, oh, nice ginormous stadiums. stadiums. Um, Dude, our college football stadiums are, like, yeah, better than a lot of their professional stadiums. Yeah, there's like college football stadiums like in the U.S. that are larger than NFL stadiums. They seat more, and it's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's like this is. I mean, I understand that like there are big programs like Clemson and Michigan, Ohio and, State. Yeah, I think Ohio State's the biggest. Yeah, I'm not I think so. Yeah, it's like a hundred and five thousand. Kyle yeah. Field up there too. Yeah, I think Kyle Field has also over a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred and five, I think, and they keep trying to kind of push it. Which is crazy. A hundred thousand people in like one building is just ridiculous. Is it really a building? It's More like a, a structure. But yeah. yeah. I mean it, yeah, fifty if it's indoors it's a building. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But yeah. I don't know. Um I guess we'll end it there, regardless. We'll finish our game here too. But uh you guys oh, I almost, almost tied another it. score right there. Almost tied um, it at the very end. I hope you guys learned a bit or a thing or two about soccer just by listening to Kanban's and I just yip yap about this. Um, and then on top of that, um, if you want to start a dialogue about you know how TikTok is very bad for the mind, just shoot me a text. I'll be more than willing to listen and reciprocated conversation but yeah come on thanks again for um just even hopping on this podcast uh um glad to have you on man yeah thanks for having me it was a good time sounds good man appreciate you guys for listening all right bye